0: Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to Blitzkrieg Squad. I am Wesley Seeley, joined with Shane Smith. Steelers just fell to the Browns 29-17 on Thursday Night Football. Uh, Obviously, I know we're going to jump right into this and and dive in and and break this down here, but generalize your thoughts for me here right off the top of this podcast here. and Give me your overview.
1: Is that yet again another up-and-down performance where our defense was on the field for way too long in the second half. Like, I'd have to see the exact time. It had to have been, like, five minutes our offense, 25 minutes the Browns. Oh, yeah, it was
0: a clear mismatch of time possession.
1: And it gassed our defense, which led to long drives, which led to just pathetic performance.
0: That's what I was going to say. It's a lot... It's this was was a weird game. It was more of a roller coaster this game than we've seen from the past two weeks, at least. Well, I guess that first week was a, l- a lot of low, emotional roller coaster, but this this emotional. was just a weird game because you saw first half completely different from the second, and then yeah, the, like you said, the defense was just gassed. It was just a lot of frustration and kind of what we've kind of grown accustomed to the past two weeks of uh, just kind of a frustrating team and can't seem to be a cohesive unit.
1: Yeah, for first half, I mean, kind of diving into the offense. First half, I thought our offense looked okay. Sure, there was the occasional three and out or a couple of drives and then a stall or whatever, but we were actually moving mm-hmm. and we were trying different things and we were doing new things and we were starting to run some up tempo and it was really, really effective. We were doing the things that you want to see. And, you know, unfortunately for Boss, he missed a field goal, but the wind was whew, crazy. Uh, but our offense put them in prime position to be able to make that. And then it's like you get in the second half, and it's like, okay, whether it was candidate or Mitch or maybe a combination of both, it's like, okay, everything that worked, we're just not going to do that. That's that's not not us. We want to go three and out, three and out, keep our defense on the field, let them – you know, let Minka get the pick six. Yeah. Let him score some points. And it's like, you, you guys, like – you're so inconsistent it's just inconceivable like we're just trying to be patient with everything when stupidity continues to go on yeah
0: quite despicable um I was gonna say let's let's dive right into the first half we'll we'll talk because I feel like the offense we almost need to talk about in two parts here we need to talk about the first half and then we can talk about the second half right and the, the first half offense like you said gotten sort of a rhythm like we a rhythm that we hadn't seen so far out of the offense I mean, we we've seen them so um inconsistent so sputtering that they just looked so like they all were looking at different playbooks and then this game they actually came in maybe like the first drive or two they didn't look co- completely with it but then they started to like catch a rhythm and start to catch that cohesion they started to actually move the ball run the wall you know decently well. And then they were throwing the ball well, getting some guys open. Yep. Um. So it was nice to finally see that. And actually putting up points in, what, back-to-back drives? Was it back-to-back drives we scored on? Uh, I believe so. That's what I was thinking. Like, both drives were like, what? What is this? And what? they actually what ate some time off the clock. Yeah, they did.
1: Like, we were basically putting it to where the Browns <laughs> had to quickly turn around and try to score. and. Um, you know, to stay competitive and at one point we were we were up and it felt yeah. nice, even and, though it was only a point.
0: And what we've talked about like from last week, the play calling with Matt Canada, it was man, this play calling sucks. First half didn't look too shabby. Like Mm-mm. and and even I guess because Mitch is a part of it, we talked about Mitch too, of he's not he's not seeing the field well and he's not making good reads. He looks just a little like twitchy in the in the pocket back there. He's just getting a little bit of happy feet. I thought he looked good too. He looked good in the pocket. He, he'd stepped up. He escaped some pressure. He'd he'd scramble out if he needed to make the throws. He was looking downfield more often this game, right. which was really great. He was taking those shots. Um, I mean, heck of jeez, we gotta talk about George Pickens' catch. That was insane.
1: George Pickens made the next Odell catch. <laughs> that was insane. Um, has to be SportsCenter num you know number top one play because top 10. it's it was ridiculous how he was able to hold on to it. And I mean. Trubisky put it where only Pickens could catch it, and Pickens turned around, and moved his body, and just snatched it right where only he could get it. I mean, it was it was fantastic.
0: It's insane,
1: and it made us excited. It made us want to watch more of that offense. Well, and, yeah,
0: I was gonna say a you saw the deep ball, and then b you saw actually Pickens get involved and get a catch for once. So
1: and it was opening the run some more. Yeah, because I mean, if Najee was running it pretty well, but Uh, when Warren was coming in, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was called back by a penalty, but he had a nice scamper for, I know he had a 17-yarder, and then he had another one where it kind of was like a draw, Mm -hmm. went up the gut, busted through some things, and that was probably another 15, 20 yards. Like, we were starting to seem pretty, you know, 50-50. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, it seemed like a fluent (laughs) offense. I wouldn't wouldn't say it was lights out and it was spectacular by any means, but it was... A fluent offense, and that's mm-hmm. all we're looking for. Right, I'm not looking for it to be the next, you know, Chiefs or Bills offense here. Um, not yet. But yeah, not yet. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they looked like they actually looked like a unit that was actually all on the same page and doing their part. And I, and two, also too, kudos to the offensive line because people Correct. talked crap on them in the preseason. People are still talking crap on them. Well, this offensive lines, this offensive line unit, I just don't think they can get a good push, and they they, they don't do a good job protecting quarterback. Blah blah. I think that's bull crap. They've done a great job so far. In they week have one, improved every week. Every week. That, and look at tonight. <laughs> Did you even hear Miles Garrett once? I think they mentioned him at what the end of the game there when he finally tried to blow through uh, Dan Moore and he knocked yeah. him over. When he knocked him like, over big deal.
1: and then he came off the edge the one time and smoked Trubisky. But it was near the end of the game when... You know, and it wasn't like he was still, in my opinion, that close to hitting him. No,
0: he wasn't a game wrecker at all. Like, nope. you heard, you hardly heard his name at all. He didn't record a sack. Um, he was basically nullified this whole game. Right. So, and, kudos and, to Dan Moore for that one.
1: Yeah, and if you'd say sixth-round pick versus number one overall pick, yeah. Miles Garrett. who you think is
0: going to win that matchup? <laughs> you would
1: say, and I said, Miles Garrett every time. Like, yeah. he was going to absolutely slaughter us. Yep. And he didn't do anything. No, he really didn't at all. So, yeah, so that was nice to see. Um, But it's just, yeah, you know, you go first half to the second half and our offense just looked completely different. Completely. Whether, you know, you made a mention of it Canada just kind of throwing stuff to see what sticks and was like, yeah, this, 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 uh, okay, yeah, that kind of worked. Like, yeah, and completely tried different things. Like, he seems very lost with his play calls. And in the second half, the Browns defense started throwing some different pressures, kind of got Trubisky rattled. Um, Our, you know, wide receivers started not making plays that they should have been making at times. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, it, overall, you just watch just go from like being okay to just falling apart. Yeah,
0: I mean, we had that opportunity right before the half, kind of let that one slip through our fingers, and was like, okay, well, we get the ball in the second half, not a huge problem. We'll we'll, we'll hopefully build on that that um, confidence we built in that first half with the offense, use right. that to score in the second half and open this thing up. And it's almost like that that we it's almost like we lost some sort of confidence. With that last drive and at the end of the first half, going into the second half, because it just seemed like we just started to implode. Like offense just could not catch a rhythm or get into get into sync, and um, yep. couldn't really get anything going. I think we had like two or three three and outs, and by that time, Browns had already possessed the ball for for freaking like ten. We or were into the fourth quarter. Minutes. Like I mean, yeah, it was, it was like nine stupid. minutes in the fourth quarter. Yeah,
1: and so it, it was. It was it, bad because, yeah, the Browns' offense did what they were supposed to do and basically said, well, we're not going to let you have the ball. But at the same time, we got the ball to start the second half. We should have did that to the Browns' offense, and right. we should have just been running the clock and killing it, giving our defense some extra time to rest. And instead, we we basically went out looking lost, yeah, looking it, like we didn't know what to do Wasn't or who it, we were. At half, it was 14-13.
0: Mm-hmm. We were up by one point because we got the extra point yep um yeah you would have thought just like even having a one point lead even like having being a tied a tied game would be a, a a way to do it but even just having that one point lead was just i feel like that would just propel the offense like let's go put this thing away let's go let's go put some more points on the board even if it's, even if it's only three at this point mm-hmm. get the get the field goal just you know take some time to possess a, a drive keep your defense off the field Right. and then give them a time to you know come back on and make a stand before you get the ball back for you. But it just wasn't that at all. It just seemed like we saw a whole brand-new offense in the first half. Second half was a lot of what we saw in the first week and second week so far. Very frustrating, very confusing. I don't get it. And like like I made the point to you, basically it seems like Canada's just throwing darts here at a board and just hoping that he hits. It, it just seems like that. As a fan's perspective, it just seems like – I don't know what scheme we're trying to go with and what we're trying to do on offense, but it just seems all over the place and weird. Like mm-hmm. f- receivers are getting frustrated. Mitch seems to be misreading the field still and inconsistent play calling shoddy. It's just weird, man. It's a weird time <laughs> to yeah. like digest these uh, these games um, and break these down. Um, definitely a weird one. I don't know, man. This this offense. I'm sure it's going to get some weird grades from us here, but...
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, first half offense, I would have given them, you know, a B-plus. B-something, that's fair. Um, Second half offense, other than the last drive to get us into a field goal range, I'd say D-minus, like, probably even worse than that. I'll go F-plus on that. I was going to say. Just because... I mean, three and out, three now. Okay, finally, kind of, sort of, sustain a drive, but it's way too late beyond that. Right. You know, it, it's not worth anything. I, I'd say more negatives than good. Uh, I'll, I'll go average, and I'll go D. I'll just go a straight, a straight D between first and second half combined. Yeah, I'm going. D,
0: I'm going D minus because I I just think. That that first half does not outweigh that poor performance in the second half at right. all. It was good to see, and it was great. I just think that that's what we should get. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a surprise. It should be. This is what we should be accustomed to. This is what should right. already be expected of this offense with all the players that they have at the disposal. Um, it's just sad that that's that's what it is. So yeah, I think the second half clearly outweighs the the good for the for me.
1: Yeah, and I might have graded them higher if it would have been a rocky first half and we would have improved in the second half because yes. then it would have been like oh okay we kind of went where we started yep. you know with the patriots kind of improve second half we'd start to improve a little more we've seen the positive growth but Mm -hmm. instead it's kind of like oh okay like it looks okay and then boom right back down yeah i think that's what makes it
0: more confusing too Mm -hmm. you know because if you start to progressively just get better throughout the game that almost makes sense you're either starting to wear down the other team or you're just starting to figure out a good game plan to go against what they're doing just watching some film on the the sidelines i don't know it's just really weird i'm going d minus man i i offense needs to get better fast yeah so we we lost
1: Who's your LVP on offense? LVP on offense. Hmm. I'll let you take the first pick. Um.
0: Hmm. It's tough. Um. I get. I guess I got to go, Mitch. I mean, I can't really point the finger at anybody else per se. I thought Jalen Warren. He 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 looked good, but he had that one fumble. It's like mm-hmm. we didn't lose it. We thankfully right. were able to jump on it. Deontay had maybe that one drop, and maybe you could point to that, but otherwise had a decently solid game, eight catches, 80-some yards, whatever it was. I think you've got to point to Mitch, like the line played good. I think you've got to point to Mitch in this one. It's just the play calling obviously is crap. I think all Steelers fans can agree with that. But it's not crap enough to the point where we're getting three and outs like that. I think a quarterback with – Six years experience, whatever he has, should be able to figure out what he needs to do. Scramble around, get your uh-huh. receivers moving, like whatever you got to do, you know, get that, get those first downs, get the ball moving. So I, I would think I'd have to go with Mitch.
1: Yeah, Mitch is definitely number one. I'd say um, to to be our least valuable player on offense. Uh, the secondary one, I, I would say one that kind of killed our drives and our hopes in the second half. I'm I'm gonna go DJ with that drop. Yeah, um, that's that, fair. It, and he had another blatant drop as well. That was, like, right to him, and he dropped it, and he was wide open, not even contested with uh, um, Corner. Ward. Ward. Denzel Ward. Ward. Uh, and, and so it, it's one of those where it's like, DJ, and I think there was a tweet about it or something like that, DJ's the most confusing wide receiver there is, which I guess fits our offense because – he can go out there and make an impossible catch look super, super simple and make it. And then one, they'll hit him right in the numbers, right where his hands are at, and he'll drop it. Um, and so, unfortunately, if you're the number one wide receiver, you're the leader of the team, you're making almost $20 million a year. Yeah. You got to make plays. You got to extend drives. You got to help the quarterback out. And. He did it, and that was pretty a pretty good. good in that was the first a good half. throw by Mitch too. Great, I mean, right on the money. Yeah, and and you know he he did a lot of that. I felt like in the first half where he was going out, he'd see Mitch in trouble. Mitch started to kind of move up, um, you know, to avoid pressure, kind of go out, and he'd start cutting back, and Mitch would be hitting him right along mm-hmm. the sides, coming back, and, and that was working really good. And then all of a sudden he just kind of like I don't know I don't know if he got selfish or or what happened, but
0: it uh, everybody lost their mojo in the second half. I don't know what the flip of it was. Man. Yeah.
1: It was very, very negative. Yep.
0: All right, moving over to the defensive side. This one's weird Unpack too because um, they looked like first initial drive when they came out because we deferred, I think, the kick, um, <laughs> the, the, the ball. Yep. We, we came out and looked decent. We got a stop uh, around midfield there. Uh, looked pretty pretty solid. I mean, I've, I thought for how many snaps they've played so far, they were flying around and, and making plays mm-hmm. on the ball. It's like, okay, that's a good start. But, yeah, then it just started to pile up. And, as we said already, offense kind of put the pressure on them as they've done the past two weeks. Defense was just getting worn down. They were getting beat on the run, getting beat on the pass. Soft coverage again, it seemed like. And uh, it seemed like Akello Witherspoon was kind of the target of this game.
1: Witherspoon against Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper proved that he was an elite receiver and that Akello was way off and or can't compete with the elites. It, yeah. it just Clear unfortunately mismatch. was um, – it didn't matter what Amari did. He always seemed to be open. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, our, our defense just looked gassed. We looked okay in some points. Then, you know, we got a sack in the first drive. And then all of a sudden it was like we had nothing. Yeah. Until the end. Uh, and it's just, it, it's frustrating to watch. I get TJ's a crucial point. But at the same time, Tomlin and the Steelers saying next man up mentality, next man up. Well,. You can't say next man up mentality if one guy leaves your team and all of a sudden your defense goes from a top five defense to a middle to lower of the pack to defense. And they say, oh, well, we're not changing the way our defense is run. I find that hard to believe, too, because it seemed like we're playing at least week one. We're playing a little bit tighter, a little bit more around the field and stuff. And now that watch gone, we're playing real, real soft. We're playing zone coverages where people pick us apart. Where our running game suffering. Like, it's just tons of negatives. And I know the offense isn't helping them. um, But at the same time, they got to help themselves as Mm -hmm. well. Um, You know, your offense is getting three and outs cause their offense to do three and outs yeah and and, you know then it kind of evens itself out instead you know when you let nick chubb run an average of five point whatever yards per carry (laughs) well you know you kind of reap what you sow and you're not sowing a whole lot because you're or at least not sowing very well because somebody's running right through it
0: makes it tough yep um i think too like we we'd mentioned about last week, them, they really didn't get any pressure at all last week. No nope. sacks last week. They at least registered, what, two sacks this two week? Two sacks. Um, which, good, but, yeah, still the pressure wasn't consistent, wasn't there. It just sucks, too, because our offense is so stagnant and inconsistent. It's just a snowball effect for this defense. You know what I mean? They might make one stop. Offense goes three and out. Oh, defense back on the field. And the Browns, especially, like, the second half, when we saw them take a drive that was, like, nine minutes or something stupid. Like, in third quarter, yep. it was, like, from, like, 13 minutes all the way down to, like, two or something like that. Right. It was stupid. Yep. And they just, they literally just milked the crap out of it. And for the defense to stay on the field, like, that long, then the offense, our offense comes back on the field, gets three and out. Oh, defense! You got to go back out there again after just playing like thirteen and, plays. And
1: it was another seven, eight-minute drive. Yeah,
0: so it's just like I don't know. It's 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 hard. I understand we can definitely point the blame at them because they do need to give the offense, our offense, a chance again, like by getting some three and outs on their on their side. But it is it is hard to expect them to try to do that when you're only getting <laughs> a short break in between each long drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that right. that definitely sucks uh yeah kello didn't have a great game terrell didn't have a great game he let up two touchdowns i felt like um yeah, rush defense just sucked pressure sucked it was just bad all around i think obviously that just plays all together as team um because if one's not doing their part the other one's going to suffer and obviously you saw it here in this this game so absolutely um yeah no i
1: i definitely agree and so at that i know you said a couple of names who who's your lvp on our
0: defense (laughs) I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Terrell. Okay. Actually, I think he had two, and it might not have been completely his fault. I just know he was on the guy as they scored Najoku and Amari Cooper the opening touchdown with Amari. He was on both of them. just felt like a clear mismatch when you've got Amari in the slot, and then you've got a safety on him. It just seemed mm-hmm. like that's not it. That's especially when you're at the. 10 yard line, or whatever it is. Like, we right. just need a quick slant at that point. It's like that might not be the best decision for us. So, I don't know Certainly if it was clearly his fault more than just like the, the play call, but he was on him and then he was also on Njoku for that touchdown as well. So, just bad luck for Terrell. I don't know if it was completely his fault, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to label him my loser in this one.
1: Yeah, it, it'd be very simple to go with Witherspoon and he definitely deserves an LB, LVP grade, but I'm actually not going to use him. I'm gonna go Cam Hayward. Oh, okay. So I didn't see Cam do a whole heck of a lot, and Cam, when Watt was out, or when Watt is out, should should take over as the leader of that defense. Um, you know, it, it seems like two weeks in a row now. The only person that seems to be consistent and trying on that front four is Highsmith, mm-hmm. um, and I think he's playing well. Hayward just kind of seems lost. Like when Watts in there, all of a sudden his play seems to be elevated. Mm-hmm. I think it should be opposite to where if Watts out, his play should elevate. He right. should take over that role as the number one guy. He should be pushing pushing people back. He should be he should be playing mean, nasty, gritty football, and it just kind of seems like he's getting lost in that shuffle a whole bunch. Um, again, yeah, maybe part of it's defensive calling, but. At the same time, when you've been in the league for 12 years and you've done what you've done, I, I think you kind of get a little bit of a say and be like, no, like this is what we're going to do and this is the best and stuff. And I, I don't know. I, I think you need to take that leadership role a little bit better and or make some plays. And other than week one, he's not doing that right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, the whole defensive line on the interior is just not getting any push. It right. just seems like they didn't I mean, last week against the Patriots, this game against the Browns here no push from the interior and i just wonder like is it because the tj watt effect of not having him out there and not having extra guys to double team him to go towards the edges uh or you know have a chip on a guy just that extra focus on the edge because then you're not focusing on the interior it's like if we don't have to focus on tj who else do we have to focus on oh cam hayward alex highsmith let's you know move those guys out of the way Mm -hmm. who else do they have to worry about really nobody at that point and that's not trying to discredit like Malik Reed and Joby and stuff, but really like, are you going to game plan around those guys? No, probably not. You're just going to handle them, you know, during that game plan. So I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, I, I, I wish that we'd see more out of came Hayward. I don't doubt his effort. I just wish that we would see more out of, out of him. Right. Um, okay. So we got the LVPs out of way. What's, what's your grade for the defense then?
1: Um, I know they've gotten gassed a lot, but they've also unimpressed and they didn't get a turnover this game they did not um didn't even look like they tried <laughs> to get a turnover <laughs> if I'm being honest i I'm gonna go d plus I'll go a little better than the offense but overall it was just a bad performance by both sides and
0: okay I'm actually gonna go c plus okay believe it or not uh yeah I, I I will say I think the defense is still a good unit. I think, obviously, when you get TJ back, it'll be really good. Uh-huh. Uh, I think they're a good unit. They're just getting worn down. You're asking them to do too much at this point, and we've seen it the past couple of weeks. They've played so many darn snaps, playing on a short week now. It doesn't help. Just everything's kind of piling against them, and I just feel like it's – I don't want to give them a too low of a grade because I feel like it's unfair. I still like this unit. I still have faith in this unit, but it was a rough night for them tonight and just couldn't seem to get anything going right in our, yep. In, in our direction. Yep, Definitely. Um, okay, last facet, special teams. I know you already mentioned about Boswell missing his one field goal, which was more so the wind. It was just the gusts tonight. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean they even replayed that, and they were basically like Boswell had it up right. It was he like right down the it middle, right down the middle, and the wind just picked up twenty-five mile an hour and just <laughs> drugged
0: it. Took that thing.
1: I mean, he would have had to aim probably past the left mark for mm-hmm. it to hit in there. It was such a hard wind that hit. Um, and honestly, I don't know if he could have went to the left because it honestly looked like if he went left at all and kicked that ball any more left, it was probably getting blocked, honestly. Right. Um, and so I can't really fault him for that, but he did make a miss. Uh, Harvin, again, his usual self. Makes some nice punts. shove one, you know, right in the middle in midfield. Mm-hmm. Just can't get consistent. Um, and then... Honestly, I mean, special teams we shouldn't have to talk about a lot. I'm going to go LVP, and you'd think that it'd be between Boz or PH3 or whatever. No. A person who could be considered an MVP on offense, I'm using as an LVP on special teams, and that's George Pickens. Okay. Um, you know, he he says that he's open 99% of the time. He made a heck of a catch. He's chirping on the sidelines to get him the ball more and things like that. Well, they put you on special teams because you're a rookie and you got to make plays. Well, one— Don't go off sides Two Boswell makes a beautiful, you know, kick to potentially let us get it. You jump off sides. And if you don't jump off sides, that probably actually ends up in your hands instead of you overrunning it and not getting it anyways. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you gotta, if you're going to talk the talk, you got to back it up and you're, you're not, you're not walking the walk right now, buddy. Yeah, (laughs) you're, you're chirping a lot. You made three catches, 39 yards, and I get it. You think you're open all the time. You're a young, you know, dumb kid, whatever. Um, <laughs> make the make the other plays to make sure that you see your time and people start trusting you more. Because, honestly, if I'm looking at it, it's like, well, you can't do that, so why would I trust you on this kind yeah, of thing? sure. And so you're my LVP on that.
0: Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah, uh, I think, honestly, I'll probably just stick with, with – uh, Harvin for my LVP. I just his inconsistency drives me nuts. To be honest with you, and then oh, you yeah. see uh, Corey Bohorquez, you know, punting for the the, the Browns and the, their last punt to Pennison's side, their own our yep. own five or own ten yard lines. Like it, it's just I don't know. It's frustrating. Like, I know Corey has more experience, but uh, yeah, Harvin's got to get there at some point here, Presley. Um, the thing I will mention though, I did like other special teams this matchup. And I've actually liked it so far this preseason this year is Miles Boykin as a gunner on mm-hmm. the punts is freaking incredible.
1: <laughs> he flies down there and he's not afraid to lace. No, it,
0: he likes makes great tackles, makes great plays in special teams. And then Miles Killerbrew. Okay, he had a he had a tipped uh, punt block sort of yeah, I guess just you got some fingers. Yeah. yeah, so he was part of a bad punt which gave us good field position. Um which, I mean... We the, didn't do anything with it. Is that the it. one we missed the uh, field goal, we, maybe?
1: Maybe either missed the field goal or had to punt it, one of the two, yeah. but it was...
0: Probably didn't do anything with it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> nothing with
0: it. But I was just going to point out him, too, because they were two of the bright spots I saw on special teams that like, kind of get overlooked, and mm-hmm. uh, especially in a loss like this, it gets overlooked. But, Certainly. yeah, two guys that uh, did a really good job on special teams, I felt like. Great for the special teams. Mm,
1: they had some bad more good than bad i'll go b minus okay i'll say that those are that was our winning spot of the team of the night yeah
0: that's that's fair i'll join you at b minus i think that's pretty fair grade. i think you had one missed kick by boswell really i'm not going to put on him it's more so the wind he made a perfect kick if it, if it was in a dome or you know subtle wind mm-hmm. even just windy but no no gusts. he probably had that still so, right yeah I'll, I'll uh i think that's pretty fair b minus uh yeah okay overall man weird game frustrating game i've got to say just before we we end this too is we just heard or just saw that tomlin basically answered the question of you've got a longer time to prepare for the jets uh you've got 10 days to prepare for the jets now are you gonna make a change at quarterback or play caller as matt Canada and he said no right Steelers motto. no <laughs>
1: Steelers motto: Ride with it, even when it doesn't work. It's a frustrating philosophy, but one of
0: Steeler fans we should
1: honestly know by now is what we are going to
0: do. Well, too, I've just got to know. Like, it's just confusing as fans. What What do you do to help this this unit, this squad out? Like, what What do you do? Like, do you Do you give them a new OC? Do you give Kenny Pickett, and then it solves it? Like, does that solve it?
1: don't know i
0: don't know either is it is it just the oc you know you is it you hire
1: todd haley again and i never thought i would say that Ugh. i don't know haley when it worked it worked i know i mean he he didn't... just was not smart at switching stuff if it didn't
0: and i remember what the jags playoff game it was like fourth and one fourth and two this this memory sticks in my head it was like we did like a uh halfback sweep with Le'Veon, on like on a fourth and one mm-hmm. fourth and two and it's just like there were some boneheaded po- play calls with him too. I mean, probably, we complain about everything. So if, even if we had a perfect play caller, we'd still find something to complain about. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> It makes it it makes it a lot easier to complain about someone that's doing a kind of a, a bum up job, really. Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what fixes it. I don't know what it is. It it is frustrating though when Tomlin comes out and says no, nothing's going to be done because. All the fans, you know, want Kenny or want you know Canada fired. Or they want something, some change in there, and rightfully so. I mean, people mm-hmm. pay tickets, people buy jerseys, people support the the team. Correct. And A lot and, of money. Right. And so for for them to, it's not like you got to give the people what they want, but in so to speak, you kind of do got to give the people what they want. Like they want Kenny, they want change. And if if you're just gonna be staying complacent and stubborn in your ways of. No, I made my call. Trubisky was my quarterback. I named him the quarterback, made him a captain on this team. And Canada is somebody I picked last two seasons ago. Right. And uh, we promoted him to OC, so we're going to stick with him for this season. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know what the change is to be made. I just know something needs to be done, and somebody needs to be held accountable because this this is just kind of a pitiful excuse.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, honestly – Just because the Steelers are the Steelers, our bye week happens to be the middle of the season.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I was already kind of looking. Hopefully beat the Jets. (laughs) Then we have the Bills.
0: We've got a stretch that's rough. We
1: have a very rough stretch. It's the Bills, the Bucks, the Eagles. Dolphins. um, The Dolphins. I mean, we have teams that are absolutely monsters right now and we could very easily go into the buy two and six if we're two and six at the buy and you don't make a change I may not watch another game for the rest <laughs> of the year like I don't want to sound like a spoiled Steelers fan but come on it if gets frustrating
0: gonna, at that point
1: yeah it, you know Shoot the Browns, you know would have moved on. You know the Browns back in the day, if they were one in five, they would have moved on from a head coach. And you know we could be potentially looking at way worse than that by the end of the year if we keep you know going with what we're going and yeah, not willing to change. Which which
0: I think Mike Sullivan, our quarterbacks coach, used to be an OC for the Giants and maybe the Bucks. Before Brady and before left, which was there, I think so. I, I know the Giants, but I think it was the Bucs, the other team. So, I'm just saying, worst comes to worst, you nix Canada by the bye. If it gets you know bad to that point right. and stays like this, then at least you've got somebody that's in the system and kind of knows at least is working with the quarterbacks firsthand. I mean, that's like Byron right there, right? You know, yep. I don't know. Something needs to change. It's just frustrating to watch a team with so much talent. We said this last year, too, but even more talent now with some younger guys and the speed and, and the physicality that we have. It's like, dude. And and now it's like last year was, in the pre, in previous years, the line. The line sucks. The line, the line. Well, the line's actually looking decent so far, so you can't say that's that's the uh, sore spot here. So Right. I don't know. Something needs to change, man, because I don't know if I can take it any much more weeks. And we're talking about <laughs> – the Patriots and the Browns we're going to be talking about the Bills and the Bucks and the Eagles these guys are are actually legit contenders
1: these guys that have s-
0: solid high scoring offenses with stout defenses Stout defenses yep yep yeah it might be a rough stretch here man so I all agree. right well, well I, I better stop because I'll just keep keep ranting on this game <laughs> ranting on this
1: this team <laughs> I I understand and the last <laughs> thing I have before we go is uh, listen listen other fans, whether it's Steelers or not, Steeler fans, I feel your pain with the Super Boost. So that was I, rough. I I was very excited. I was like, "Listen, the Steelers lost. They covered. I'm gonna win some money tonight to make myself feel a little bit better." And they can't even get whatever right and out of the end zone, like. Ugh. So, I feel you. Yeah. That, I understand. That
0: was a rough way to end the game. Because at least people are like, oh, at least I won, won, my, won my super boost.
1: <sighs> nope. Nothing.
0: Not happening. We had other plans.
1: So, betting sucks. The Steelers suck. The Browns suck. Um,
0: <sighs> nice way to fly right into the weekend here.
1: Yeah, it's great. Tomorrow's Friday. Today's <laughs> Friday. Yeah, today's It's 1 o'clock in the morning. I feel super happy. It's
0: great. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, well, we better stop ranting or we're going to keep going on and on. It's late, and uh, (laughs) our team lost, and we lost, and uh, yeah, on to the next one, I guess. So we got the Jets. We got 10 days to prepare. We'll see if that's any different for us. Got 10 days to heal. 10 days to heal from our wins. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You got anything else to add, man? No, I'm I'm done. (laughs) All right. Thanks for everybody watching, listening to us rant and uh, talk about our Steelers. Hopefully we'll have a, a better outcome for next week. And... I'll say it as always. Ghost Steelers. Ghost Steelers?